Hey, hey, everybody, you're listening to Fireball Podcast with Ashley Mayfield, and this is episode 31. Hey, hey, everybody, welcome back. I am so excited to be able to dive into something that I am not the best at. It's not very often that I'm going to come to you guys with some things uh, like this, but this is something that I am constantly growing in, that I am constantly improving and walking through, and I want to teach you something that just this year I uh, learned a tactic on what to do. Again, not saying that I'm perfect at it, but it's going to be a good time. So as always, if you find value from today's episode, uh, make sure that you pay the fee, which is leaving us a five-star review and sharing it on your social media. If you tag me, I'm always going to uh, repost those. If for some reason I don't get the tag, just tell me, like, girl, I messaged you. Just slide on my posts and tell me, girl, I'll be up in that DM as fast as I can, okay? Thank you guys so much. I constantly see all the tags, all the love, um, even all the suggestions. You guys are constantly messaging me and telling me things that you want to hear on, and I value that. Thank you so much. Thank you for being a huge part of what I am trying to bring to the table, which is really just teaching and pouring out everything that I've ever been poured in. So today, we are going to talk about how to function when someone offended you. Oh my gosh, this is going to be for all my petty betties out there, so buggle up, boo-boo, embrace for impact. Y'all know the drill. How many of you, like you have no poker face, you have no ability to move on and function when someone has upset you. They've made you mad, they've pissed you off, they've hurt you, they blindsided you, and now your emotions are raged and it is like, mother trucker game over in your head. I can't tell you how long I have lived my life like that. Uh, Petty Betty is a real alter ego of mine. Um, I love her, but I'm not always proud of her, okay? And so I have never been one of those girls, uh, probably because of how emotionally intelligent I am and just how emotional I am. I've never been one of those girls where I've been able to push through if I don't like you. If I don't like you, if you rub me the wrong way, if I just don't trust you, uh, I have no poker face. You you are going to see it. I'm not going to want to be around you. I'm probably going to give you attitude. I'm going to shut down when we're in the same room together. And it's something that I've always admired in my husband. Now, I know that men are a little bit more logical and they have the ability to just kind of like boss up and push through all that stuff. Um, I do know some emotional men as well, but it's something that I've always admired in my husband where I knew even in ministry, when he didn't get along with another pastor on staff, he was still able to really well work together in an environment. He was able to fully be himself even in the midst of of feeling like this person was a complete moron, okay? And I've just never been able to have that ability. If I don't like you, you're going to feel it. You're going to sense it. If something's wrong with me, if I tell you nothing's wrong, but you sense something's wrong, boo-boo, something's probably wrong, okay? Like, I'm just, I am letting you know I put off this aroma when I am not happy. And again, I'm not sitting here saying that I am proud of that, but I'm just saying that is a real thing that I am walking through. I want to be the type of leader that can function around people, that when I disagree with them, when I don't like them, when I'm jealous of them, when I see they have more than me, and I am like vastly, vastly growing in this area. And so just this year, I've walked through some things where I have had to learn how to function in the midst of being offended. And so I really feel like this could be a message for all of you out there that are a little bit petty betty when you're constantly stewing on what you could have said, should have said, would have did, wish you had, all of those things. Whenever just whenever there is tension with another human being and it just you can't let it go, how do you move on? How do you function? There's a really simple tactic that I learned that I want to share with you in 
this is probably gonna take a few times to implement. Took me a few times until I really was able to calm myself down and there's definitely moments I still need to remind myself to do this. But I want you to know that mature leaders are able to quiet themselves down and elevate the relationship over the problem. And that, my friend, is something that I need to grow in and I am actively growing in. So what is the tactic that I learned? Well, in order for you to elevate the relationship over the problem, you have to separate the person from the problem. And so earlier this year, I was walking through some stuff and I had a dear friend uh, reach out to me and she got me on this Zoom with this like, pastor, counselor, spiritual leader, I'm not even sure, but he walked me through this process of restoration and restoring people in your own life. And he basically made me see and visualize the person, obviously, if you're watching me by way of YouTube, I'm interacting with you right now. He uh, made me visualize the person and the offense was almost like a cloak or like a jacket that they wore. And he was having me visualize, take the jacket off of them and separate the two. Remember how much you love this person. Remember that this person is a human. Remember that this person is hurt. Remember that this person is doing the best they know how in this current moment. And so being able to do that, as silly as it sounds, has really freed me up in two specific areas. And I think, my friend, it's gonna help for you up as well. You've got to learn how to identify um, that the person underneath the offense can literally still offer you as much value when you're upset with them as they offer you value when you're happy with them. And so to be able to do that, um, like I said, it's just visualizing, it's calming yourself down, quieting yourself down. Uh, maybe in the privacy of your own home, in the comfort of your own four walls, you're able to get all of your emotions out, right? There's nothing wrong with that. But at some point, once you've had the ability to react, you're gonna have to respond. And you need to quiet yourself down and you need to do that visualization. Close your eyes and picture that person wearing a cloak, wearing a coat, wearing a hat, whatever object you wanna visualize them with that's your prerogative. But being able to do that process and even in then in your eyes closed, you can say whatever it is that you need to say, get it off your chest, look at them in your mind's eye and say what you need to say and then start separating the two. And then remind yourself that that person is a human, that they offer value and that, but baby Jesus loves them just as much as uh, you love them or you know more than you love them right now, okay? And so two reasons why this has changed my life and how it's changed my life is number one, it has brought me so much peace. There is so much power in forgiveness. There's so much power in restoration and forgiveness really frees you, right? When we forgive someone else, we're unlocking the prison that we have put ourselves in. If you're anything like me, you, like I said, could go to sleep. You could stew on something for like two or three days on a situation, on a relationship, on how you should have responded, could have responded, how the scenario could have been different. Maybe you didn't have the guts to stand up for yourself. Maybe you overreacted. I don't know, right? But we tend to bottle things up and we start stewing on them. And then we start living in our own dysfunction, in our own turmoil. And that is not a healthy place to be. You need to be able to work around people that you don't like. You need to be able to push through in your life. Maybe it's a family event and there's a, a cousin there that you can't stand or an aunt or uncle that you can't stand. Maybe it's just a bunch of girlfriends at your church. Okay, let's really break it down, boo-boo. 
Listen, the church is full of sick people. Amen. Ain't no perfect people alive with Jesus. Okay. And so maybe you're at an extracurricular activity, a women's ministry event, and there's just someone that gets up your crawl, they get underneath your skin. Maybe it's a family member. I, I don't I don't know what it is, okay? But there are going to be people that you don't function with, coworkers, bosses, uh, pastors, uh, coaches, whatever it is. There are gonna be people that irritate you. And you need to be able, be able to make sure that you're operating from a place of peace at all time and because that's what you have control over. I might not have control over whether this person is rambunctious, whether this person is dramatic, whether this person is a thorn in my flesh. The person, in fact, how many times, if we're gonna be honest, there's nothing wrong with the person. It's what they're triggering on the inside of us. It's what the unhealed things that are happening on the inside of us, we are recognizing something in them. Sometimes we just don't like people because they're doing better than us. Like, let's really talk petty betty here, okay? But we gotta get to the point where we have so much peace on the inside of us because we're able to separate these two things. Um, I think that, uh, you know, even in the midst of this bringing yourself peace, if you don't have peace, what are some of the uh, negative things that are gonna happen? If you don't have the ability to bring yourself peace when you're around this person who has offended you, now all of a sudden you're gonna start reacting instead of responding. Now all of a sudden they're gonna pick up on the context cues. Now all of a sudden you're gonna start gossiping about them. Now you're gonna talk about it and talk about it, talk about it. And now you have the ability to ruin your reputation and you do not wanna be that person. You wanna be the person that's able to separate the offense from the person. You wanna be able to elevate the relationship above the problem and you wanna be able to continue to function despite whatever is going on. You need to make sure that you're operating from a place of peace. Maybe this means that you have to do this every single day. Maybe it means every time you're around this person, you have to do it. You got to find a way to escape for 30 seconds, 60 seconds, visualize them as a human being, remind yourself that, you know, if they're hurting you, hurt people, hurt people. Uh, if they're just being dramatic and obnoxious, maybe they never got love and attention. And so now they like all the attention in the world. There could be a variety and like hundreds of different reasons this person is acting the way that they're acting. Maybe it's just you that's being dramatic, that's taking offense to their actions. I'm not sure, but you being able to operate from a place of healing, a place of peace is the one thing that you really can control in the situation. And so I want to challenge you to visualize and do that. The second way that this has changed my life is about 10 months ago, I uh, earned a contest in my company and I had the ability to go to Costa Rica for free. And it was incredible, okay? And I would be lying if I said that everybody that was there that were all best friends. Uh, there was multiple other people that earned the same opportunity. There was probably like, I don't even know, 40 or 50 of us total. Um, and I'd be lying if I said that we were all best friends, that we all enjoyed each other's company or that we were all, uh, everything was kosher and peachy and it wasn't. Um, but the reality is, is that no matter whether you like someone or not, you can always be a student of them. And that was one thing that I was able to take away in Costa Rica is even if me and another person, even if we would never like hang out at a girl's event or you know go to dinner together or double date, we might not do life together, but that doesn't mean that I can't be a student from them. And I find that every single person I come in contact with, they have the ability to teach me something. What can I download from them? What can I learn from them? What are they teaching me about myself? How is Jesus using them in my life to be able to advance me? There's a reason our paths have crossed. I truly believe if everything happens for a reason, there's a reason why the offense happened. There's a reason why they're crossing your path. There's a reason why they're a thorn in 
in your flesh. So there's a reason why uh, they're triggering something on the inside of you. And so what is it? What can you learn? What are they teaching you? Or what skill, gift, tip, or trick do they have that you need to glean from? And so being able to separate the offense from the person allows me to position myself where I wanna receive from them. Because what's the alternative? The alternative is anytime they're speaking or anytime they're teaching or anytime they're elevated, in your mind, you're denouncing them. In your mind, you're, oh my God, that's just because they're a teacher's pet. Or, oh my gosh, it's just because you know they're up someone's butt. Or, oh my gosh, like we can be really dramatic. And then again, Petty Betty comes out and we gotta silence her, right? Being able to be a student from people you don't like, people that don't serve you, it is going to be such an attribute in your world because you're going to be able to constantly be learning. And hey, leaders are readers, leaders are learners. You need to position yourself where you're constantly gaining information. And so if they don't bring you any value other than teaching you something, that is still valuable. So again, can literally take the 60 seconds a day, 30 seconds a day. Maybe you gotta do it multiple times. Maybe you gotta schedule it in your phone. I don't know how you need to handle it, but I have been implementing this for about the last six to eight months. Has not been super consistent, but as it's come to my mind, it's something that I wanna operate in more. How am I closing my eyes and visualizing the person and taking the offense off of them? Because that is something that I have control over. I have control over my peace. I have control over being a student and I have control over showing up and viewing this person in love and choosing to forgive, choosing to not ignore, not give them permission to continue. Not, I'm not saying don't stand up for yourself and don't like, I'm just saying that you need to forgive them. You need to release it. That way you can move on in your life. You can move forward. There's always going to be situations where we work with someone, where we live with someone, where we're in proximity to someone that does not jive with us. That is just life, my friend. And the sooner you learn to handle that, I promise you, the better off you'll be. Maple out. 